it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to The Price of Football, the show that looks at the money behind the beautiful game with me, Kevin Day, and Liverpool University's Kieran Maguire. It's one of our extra pods today, Kieran, but before we get into that, uh, a big thank you to everyone who took part in our, in our end-of-season quiz on Wednesday night. It was it was jolly good fun. I don't normally use the word jolly, Kieran, but that was that was jolly good fun, wasn't it? It was, it was an absolute blast. Uh, everybody seemed to enjoy themselves. Um, the uh, the questions were were a mix of the the financial and and the non financial, and uh, I, I didn't manage to libel anybody because um, you kept me on the straight and narrow. Well, it was a it was a it was a struggle, Kieran. <laughs> uh, I mean, to point out that the laws of libel and slander do apply also at end of season football finance pods. But yeah, I think I don't think you have to be an expert to put two and two together with some of the things you said about some of the club owners we were talking about. <laughs> but uh, it was very good. I, I have to say the the knowledge that some of our listeners clearly have about football finance, Kieran, indicates either that we've you've done a very good job or they need to get out more, basically. <laughs> uh, as I say, this is one of our extra pods. It's an interview, and it's an interview with a very interesting man, Jose Antonio Cachaza, who is the managing director of La Liga in India. Um, an intriguing uh, job, an intriguing man, actually, as I say. So this is what he had to say about his life marketing Spanish football in India. Jose, thank you so much for joining us today. Before we talk about um, your role representing La Liga in India, could you just tell us a little bit about yourself and your background in football? Well, <laughs> I mean, I think I, want, I, I, want, I am above uh, everything else a football fan, no? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, I grew up um, in a small town in, in Galicia, no, in northwest of Spain near La Coruña, and uh, basically, I I grew up 200 meters from our local stadium. No, so my my Sundays when I was a little boy was going every other weekend was going to see my local team. No, that uh, it's called Racing de Ferrol, and I had proud to say that on last Sunday we won promotion to the second division. No, to oh, La Liga right. second division. No, it was today La Liga Smart Bank. So I'm happy. So that that's me. I am above all <laughs> a, a football fan since I was a a little kid. Um, as a professional, well, uh, I, I, I never really planned to be to work professionally in football. No, uh, it was I was always related 
sort of, no, I was a terrible player, even worse than terrible, terrible player. So then when I was not even 16, I became a football referee. No, I wanted oh, to what? be inside the game. So hmm. I I never made, made it really big because I quit for, for going to college and I moved to the U.S. to do my graduate work there. And basically just moving fast forward, as a professional, I started working as a consultant in a consulting firm. Then I, uh, I, I moved, I joked, I moved to the dark side, I mean, to work <laughs> full-time in football when I had the chance uh, to work by this company that no longer exists called Santa Monica Sports that we hold all uh, media and, uh, I mean, broadcast back then only and uh, marketing rights of the Spanish Football uh, Federation. No, So mm-hmm. Spanish Football Federation back then didn't have a, a marketing department. We were the outsourced marketing department. So I was in charge mostly of, uh, I was marketing director, so in charge of designing sponsorship programs and, uh, and approval of proposals coming out. And... Uh, I was also in charge of selling the international broadcast rights of Spain national team matches and uh, Copa del Rey final. Back then, I mo- I have different other jobs. So I worked for Malaga FC uh, the year of Champions League. I work. I was country manager of PokerStars.com in Spain. I few years working as a consultant. And um, in the last six and a half years, discovering India first and. Most, most specifically is what they pay me for, mm. promoting La Liga football, La Liga clubs, our competition. And I realized that at large, our football in the Indian subcontinent. No, So uh, pretty much, if I were trying to do my resume, somebody wanted to hire me, this is me. <laughs> Why did La Liga decide that it needed a presence in India? And, and did you have any experience of that remarkable country before you got the job? Well, uh, I'll answer first to the last question because it's the easiest answer. No. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, and then I'll explain to you why uh, they choose a profile like mine. No. Um, mm. So uh, the, the, the reason for, for coming to India comes uh, from when Mr. Tevas uh, gets to the presidency of La Liga. It's now 10 years back. He basically brings in uh, four key elements on, on his strategy. Uh, you can summarize one in two, no? But the first one is, and the most relevant, uh, is uh, to manage to get the central sales of uh, of the broadcast rights, which make a huge difference in terms of revenue for for clubs, especially for the smaller clubs, no? And, uh, and second, to, uh, to bring in a strong uh, financial uh, control, no? what we nickname um, economic fair play. So those are the two key elements of, 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 his, uh, of his project. But then, pretty much related to uh, the growth of the, of the value of, of our broadcast rights, it comes uh, the international expansion. No, and uh, parallel to it, uh, our digital strategy to to be more active digitally uh, worldwide. So, uh, I mean, why uh, international is so relevant for broadcast? Uh, I mean, the answer is pretty easy and can be explained with two figures. No, uh, 
broadcast rights. We all know that broadcast rights we divide domestic and international. Domestic is our market, being that uh, Britain, Germany, France is our market. We have to deal with it, whatever money we can get for uh, from it. But internationally, in theory, in theory, um, we play uh, we, uh, with the same uh, rules, no, and we are all the same. I say in theory because it's not true, no. Uh, English League, they discovered this uh, way before than all the others, and not uh, and also because of the product they sell, they are the number one. And, and these are the, the two figures that come in. So uh, when we started this strategy uh, seven, eight years ago, I think the international broadcast revenue of EPL was around, I'm talking euros, okay, 1.2 yeah. billion euros, or maybe a little bit more. Uh, talking out of memory, La Liga revenue, uh, global revenue was uh, 600 uh, million. So there's a gap that we thought we could close, no? or tr we could try to close, but for doing it, we had to do it differently. I mean, this basically explains it. No? So that's why we started first opening offices in China, uh, Dubai, and uh, other countries. And then we also doubled the bet, bringing in the what we call the Global Network uh, Project, and we hire a lot of young, pushy uh, professionals that give us um, personal presence or direct presence in more than 40 countries, no? Mm -hmm. So that's the reason. It's part of a strategy. And India, why India itself? Well, I think if you ask any corporation of any sector, it will, take, it, it will uh, probably answer almost the same, No. It's a country that maybe today's uh, revenues on your industry are not the biggest, but the promise uh, of uh, increasing in a future uh, is clearly there. No, And uh, we all know, huge population, one of the fastest growing economies in the world, uh, a cricket country, let's not forget this, but where football is growing and also is growing in the most relevant commercial markets as is Taiwan and Taiwan two cities. So maybe I'm talking too much, but this is about no, it. No, not at all. It's, it's very interesting. Is, is your aim there, Jose, just to grow awareness of Spanish football, or yeah. do, you, do you hope to grow Indian football as well? Oh, well, everything has to go together. Right. Everything has to go together. And again, when, you, when we work in, market, in marketing, you need to have at least a very few uh, uh, figures clear. no. And I insist on what I just said. India is a cricket uh, mar uh, country. Yeah. So to a level that depending on the source you use, the consumption of live sports, no, of uh, the watching of, of uh, live sports is between 85 and 90% cricket. Right. So all the others from NBA to football, um, Kabaddi that has been big here in India, we are fighting for the remaining 10%. No, okay. so um, that's the environment uh, we are uh, living with, and also for the growth of football, I think it will be terrible that the growth of football in India were only about the World Cup, EPL, La Liga, Bundesliga, and whatever. I mean, it's really important that the ecosystem evolves uh, with the growth of of the local football, both mm. uh, Indian national team, and I always defend the relevance and the 
significance of helping ISL to grow, no, and that's fundamental. No, they you need a, a strong league, and also is what we always said is something that our chairman always says: we want to be the second league in any country we work, being the first one, the local league. Mm-hmm. That's our philosophy. Yeah, and you you have a number of grassroots projects, don't you? Going way down as far as school level, don't you? You're investing there. Well, yes, um, um, we are working here basically in two directions. No, it, it's something that um, is is the biggest uh, uh, the biggest shortfall of Indian football. No, and uh, I've been talking to the the new management of AIFF, and they are quite aware of this. No, the lack of youth competitions. No, you are working mm-hmm. for, we're talking from Britain. You, I am Spanish and in our countries, every weekend there are thousands and thousands of, of matches. No, uh, that doesn't happen in India, maybe with cricket, but not with football. So uh, it's important uh, that that's the, that the, where India when India needs to invest to get to, to the last level. Of course, foreign leagues, we cannot, uh, we are not the solution of that. No, but uh, as part of our strategy of growth strategy is to uh, participate on that. I always say in a modest way, no, so... With a local partner, our local partner, which is called Indian Track, we developed uh, a project of football schools that right now we are working in 10 cities uh, with more than uh, the last few years I got was uh, 2,200 2, students. No, we're still a little bit below where we were uh, before COVID, but uh, going back uh, little by little. Mm. How did you go about raising the profile of Spanish football there, Jose? And is it possible, for example, for everybody in India to watch Spanish football on TV? Um, well, I think it's not possible to watch almost no sport for everybody in India. No, it's a quite right. the audiovisual market is quite fragmented. No, and if, right. if, if you realize, uh, other than those matches that they have to be uh, given, uh, obviously cricket usually to the uh, state channel, I cannot say in DD Sports, uh, all, most of cricket, uh, I mean, sports product is on, on pay TV, no? Mm-hmm. Uh, being Star, being Sony, there's some developments, no, like, like the new, uh, which is our matches are, Geo Cinema, offer um, for free both the World Cup and the last IPL, no? Uh, so they are not that easy, no sport is easily available to anyone, but at least right now our matches are, in Geo Cinema, that so far they, they they are for free, no. But uh, I think we have we are where we have to be, no. Uh, yeah. We uh, are been working the, these uh, last two years with the new sports project of Bayakon 18 in in India. So we were the first property, big sports property they signed, and after that came um, uh, IPL and uh, also uh, Serie A. League One, so uh, we are I think in the in the next big uh, sports giant in India. You know? So that's that for us is the is the is the the place to be. But if you look at, at the broadcast market in India, it's quite complex. You no, know? and um, there's no just one India. There's many Indias. You no, know? and uh, mm. probably you have huge parts of India, uh, which is today the cricket territory that they are totally oblivious to football in general, not only to La Liga. Uh, it, it's so difficult to compete with cricket. I mean, we just had the IPL final, which came down to the to the, the last ball, uh, and we were watching it here in England. So uh, that, that's a very tough 
market for you to to is to divert people away from cricket to football is going to be a very difficult long term task. Isn't it? But I, I imagine you don't want to stop people watching cricket. You want people to watch cricket and football. No, no, absolutely. I mean, you cannot compete with cricket. Um, yeah. It's impossible. No, it's uh, you, you. You know to the first thing when you when you are trying to launch your product is to know in what market you are trying it and and where you are. No, and and, and the greatness of sports is that is not um, cricket or football. No, so what it has to be is cricket and football. And our job is to help them choose in football La Liga, so cricket and La Liga. That that's, mm. tries to be <laughs> our job. And and that's, for example, why our brand ambassador in India is Rohit Sharma. No. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, he's a huge uh, Spanish football fan. He's a huge Real Madrid fan. So it, it was just right. And, and the message to the fans is, is quite clear. No, say, listen, if your hero loves our football, you can love it too. It's, it's as easy as that, no? I was really intrigued, Jose, to read about the Spanish-Hindi football dictionary. Tell us a little <laughs> bit about that. Well, this is a project that we have been uh, launching in several countries. The, the first one, it, it, it came in China. I think our colleagues in China uh, came with the, this idea. And I'll, I'll be honest, no, when I saw it, say, listen, a dictionary is a boring thing. No, I, I, never, <laughs> I never thought about launching. And suddenly, uh, one year ago, uh, one a Spanish diplomat in the um, Spanish embassy of, uh, of Bangladesh uh, in, uh, contacted me and said, oh, we think this will work in the market. So he said, all right, okay, let, let, let's do it. It's something that is already done. It's just an adaptation. It's not that difficult. Uh it allows us to, to we do it, to do it uh, together with Instituto Cervantes, which is uh, like the Spanish equivalent to the British Council, for you to understand, know the Spanish International Cultural Institution and the local embassies. So we decided not to do just one. I say, okay, Bangladesh is cool, but we'll do also uh, uh, Spanish Hindi and Spanish uh, Indian Bengali and uh, Bangladeshi Bengali. So we did uh, three dictionaries in the in the subcontinent no and also thought it, when i saw the the dictionary itself it's more like um, a vocabulary more than a pure dictionary so it's a quite graphic design uh with translation of um of information of our clubs our our cities and it, it, it's a really uh, beautiful little book uh for for young people no so uh, it also get us to a, a subsidiary part of our job, no. So uh, we realized when we starting coming to to, to the different countries. In my case, uh, India, no, the Indian subcontinent, that we are not only um, promoting our football. No, I mean, in a sense, we are relevant for promoting the image of Spain as a country. No, so uh, it, it basically this little project it, it hits uh, both targets. Well, talking of promoting Spain and the Spanish league in general, does every Spanish club get behind that? Does every Spanish club have a presence in India now as well? Uh, well, no, and um, we don't expect that either. No, okay. uh, right now, uh, what we expect and is a plan or a part of the our boost uh, program, the program Impulso in Spanish is that part of the finance that clubs are getting from CBC has to be used in developing uh, their international profile. Mm-hmm. But, of course, that does, uh, one thing we work, uh, our teams in Madrid work with them, 
is to uh, help them choose uh, strategic markets for them, no? where they want to make an extra effort. I mean, it will be imp- uh, imp- impossible and not the wisest thing to try to increase to uh, work in 50 uh, markets. I mean, that only the, the very big uh, clubs, uh, kind of Real Madrid, Barcelona, Man U, and very few others uh, have size enough for... Uh, uh, for being big in almost every market. No? So in the case of India, we have a few clubs interested. So uh, Sevilla and Atletico Madrid, which is not a bad thing, are, is a strategic for them. And then we have other clubs that are doing uh, smaller interactions, such as Villarreal, Alaves, Cadiz, Celta de Vigo, Betis. So, um, but also... Uh, it needs to to be scaled to the to to, to the right size. This. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Jose, given... England's relationship with India, are you surprised that the Premier League doesn't have uh, as an equivalent to you out there? And are there other European leagues that do have a presence out there in India? Well, um, no, because I know that's a different strategy, uh, what they have done. No, and um, uh, basically, as I said before, no, if we want to catch up uh, with um, EPL, we need to do things differently, no? And I'm pretty sure um, they didn't feel the need of uh, of doing it. No, I know that things are changing. No, EPL now is uh, opening offices. I think they open a commercial office in Singapore, and uh, they were considering another another other locations. No, so in a sense, uh, Serie A Italians they also opening offices. The French in China they have a joint office, uh, office with the, the federation. So nobody's being as aggressive as we as we are. But they are following uh, different strategies, no one. If you look at EPL, uh, I mean, if you look at the results of the last international rights tender, broadcast rights, it didn't uh, work that bad for them, no? So uh, <laughs> there are strat- different strategies. And especially, 
we have a very good relationship with EPL, no, and our, our international team in Madrid uh, regularly uh, meet with them, and we work with with other big leagues of of, of Europe, no. Uh, so that there are different strategies. We work differently, uh, and of course, in India, we have to catch up with them, no, because as you said, the relationship of India with uh, with Britain is is stronger. Mm. Has it been harder, Jose, to sell Spanish football now that you don't have? Those three huge superstars in Messi, Ronaldo, and Neymar. Well, ah, <laughs> uh, uh, listen. I won't say uh, business as usual because uh, every time I talk to somebody, I had to answer this same question. No, oh, uh, no. I mean, of course, it's relevant uh, that we had uh, probably and surely, not just probably, surely the most exciting two-man competition in football history. It never yeah. happened before to, oh. that the two uh, topmost uh, players in the world playing in the same league, uh, fighting one another with their clubs uh, twice or thrice or even four times, five times uh, per, per year. No, I mean, the only thing I can find in the history of team sports, I mean, individual sports is a different story, is the years of Magic Johnson and Larry Bird in the NBA. I, I cannot find anything um, mm. similar at the global uh, scale. I know in England you have a lot of, of situations, uh, but English football has been more about the club than, 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 um, than the stars. No, So this yeah. uh, it, it's been quite unique. And also another different thing, it's not that uh, usual that even the biggest players, uh, as both uh, Cristiano and Messi, are at the top, top, top level for 10 years. That's unseen. No, um, I mean, maybe Franz Beckenbauer was, but look at Johan Cruyff. No, his years yeah. of glory were less. Uh, Pelé, basically, uh, Santos was like the Harlem Globetrotters of football in the 60s. No, so this this has been quite unique. Um, well, Zidane was there too, no, but... Uh, mm. So... Yeah, it's a, it's a matter that now I think that they are close to to retirement. Like the throne is empty for for now. No, so uh, is uh, it affects our image? Of course it does. The truth is that global uh, audiences keep growing. No, so uh, but we cannot be uh, uh, self complacent with this. No, so. Mm-hmm. It's important that the new the new stars uh, come up. No, so both Real Madrid, Barcelona, Atletico, and other teams they have uh, very young prospects. So uh, we we need to to keep working with this. No, is uh, and also let's not let's not forget this. And and this is the the fundamental of football. First, football is a team sport. Let's not forget this. Mm. And players come and go. Leagues and um, clubs stay. Yeah. Finally, Jose, you, you mentioned the global audience and you have a presence, of course, in India and China. You said, are, are there other countries, other areas that you plan to try to promote La Liga in, in the future? No, no, no. We are we are already working uh, worldwide, no? And okay. also uh, our three most relevant markets in terms, terms of, of, uh, of revenue are, um, or then doesn't matter, uh, United States plus Mexico, where we have a joint venture, China, and uh, what's called MENA, no, Middle East, Northern Africa. Yeah. In the in terms of revenue, it's, it's a very small market for us compared to these uh, big three, no? So we, uh, and we cannot forget our traditional uh, international markets as is uh, Spanish-speaking uh, Americas, no, Spanish and Portuguese-speaking, no, um, 
Spain has been traditionally the the best gateway for the South American players to to European football. No, so uh, those markets are clearly relevant for us. Even European markets are clearly relevant for us. Uh, UK is a, cl- a a very relevant market for us. So uh, now, as I said, we have people in in forty countries. No, so it's not just India and and China. No, uh, India and China are strategic markets for us, but we are working in in many others. As just just in terms of, of being a, a proud Spanish citizen, Jose, you must be immensely pleased that Spanish football as a product is so popular around the world. I mean, in England as well, there are many football fans, aren't there? Especially young football fans who watch Spanish football as avidly as they watch English football. No, yeah, of course we are. No, and, and many many of these things, you how important it is uh, for them. For the image of your country is when you are uh, abroad. No, I remember once having lunch with a Spanish diplomat in Delhi. He told me, "Say, listen, we are just investing and working hard in developing worldwide uh, the, the the brand Spain, the brand of Spain as a country. But the only thing that's every day in the newspaper is Real Madrid, Barcelona, and sometimes Atletico. No, and if you go to Britain, probably will happen the same. No, is mm. probably have every day Man U, Liverpool, now City, and." Yeah. Um, I, 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 and that's what something that unites. No, and when I came to India, as you asked me before, do you have any expertise in India? I say no at all. And uh, basically, um, what they consider in La Liga. So either I uh, we get um, someone who is an expert of India and someone who understands how Spanish football works at the insides. No, they couldn't find a person that had both uh, characteristics. So they thought that uh, better uh, find a crazy guy who could go to India and know the <laughs> internal uh, whereabouts of of, uh, of Spanish football, and that happened to, to be me, you know? But one thing I realized from the beginning, no one, and this is something like a deep thought that drove my work here in these six, uh, more than six years, is uh, I summarize it in one sentence. I am not in India to sell football. I am in India to sell emotions, that's what football is. You know, if we yeah. don't understand this, uh, we won't be able to do our job right. Jose, it's been fascinating to talk to you and to get some insight into your work out there. Uh, and we wish you all the best in the future. Thank you so much. No, thank you very much. And uh, whenever you need a crazy Spaniard who lives in India talk about football, uh, I love to talk about football, even being taped, but most especially in the pub having a beer. That's the best place for talk of football. <laughs> uh, would, well, absolutely. Next time you're here, you, you let us know and we'll, we'll come and join you. It's been fantastic. Thank you. Thank you very much. Kieran, it's very interesting. He's clearly very passionate about what he does, but I, I, I suppose it's an indication that the other big leagues in Europe are, are doing everything they can to try and compete with the Premier League. I mean, he sort of indicated as such, didn't they, that these, you know, they're getting out into other countries to try and grab a little bit of the audience that is watching the English Premier League. You're, you're absolutely right. Um, the Premier League's smartest decision was in 1992 to get out into the international markets and effectively to give the product away. Mm. And, uh, that what they then found was that there was an appetite for it uh, globally. And when it came to renew those TV rights, especially for subscription channels, the Premier League was in a pretty strong negotiating position because 
once once you've got football in your blood, nobody wants to cut the cord. And therefore, it's it's absolutely great for reducing what we sometimes refer to as the churn rate. And that's always a concern for any subscription business. Um, the Premier League got there first. It, uh, it, it leveraged on the, the unpredictability of the competition. It was very well marketed. And since then, I think La Liga at the time were probably a bit sniffy. They say, yeah, we, we are Spanish football. Why, why do we need to go to India? Why do we need to go to China? Why do we need to go to Nigeria? But when they've seen the value of, of the, the rights and the Premier League is now making um, you know, the thick end of £2 billion a year, from international rights, you can see um, why they're, they're casting envious eyes. So, uh, yes, he, he's, he's got a job on his hands, A, with, with the Premier League, and B, of course, in India, with, uh, with, with the religion that is cricket. Well, yes, he mentioned that, didn't he, as well? But <clears throat> as he said, you've got cricket, you've also got kabaddi. But mm. as he said, if, if you're only uh, competing for the 10% that aren't obsessed with cricket and kabaddi, that's still a lot of people to compete for, isn't it? Yes, uh, I, I believe India has now overtaken China yeah. as the world's most populous question. Good, uh, good pub quiz question there for you folks, just in case. Or, or if you got, if you're on one of those dates and you know there's a lull in the conversation, you know me, Kevin. I'm always a little bit concerned. I always, I always have my. Whenever I used to go out on a date, I always used to bring post-it notes with me uh, and then sort of surreptitiously disappear for a minute and go, oh, "What am I supposed to say next?" And, well, and then go back and try to engage somebody in conversation, normally to an empty table. As as our patrons who took part in the quiz, Kieran, discovered this week, because you admitted that one of the questions was a, a, one that you asked Gail, the Baroness, the first time you went out to dinner. You, yes. You, you actually introduced into the dinner conversation the notion of asking the Baroness whether or not she knew who was the only football team to get parachute payments that didn't play in the Premier League. Um, which yeah, I, I was I, I was floundering at the time, and, and I thought I wasn't going to seal the deal. Um, so I thought, well, you know, emergency questions. Uh, you know, Richard Herring has made a, a career out of it in in his uh, in his podcast. So at, at the time, uh, yes, yeah, it was pre podcast days. I, I used to use post it notes. Very good. And uh, just to clarify, kid, churn. You mentioned churn. I presume that means people who subscribe and then unsubscribe. Is that right? That, that's right. You normally sign up. It's, it's a bit like if you've got a uh, contract with uh, a phone company, you normally sign up for 12 or 18 months and then they try to keep you. Uh, and yeah. uh, you know, if, it, if, if, if you're happy, um, then, then you keep up that subscription. But uh, uh, you know, the movies don't tend to be a big issue for people. You know, the likes of Succession and Game of Thrones, that's not historically worked. Premier League football is, uh, is is the golden golden child. Mm. I, I suppose we should mention, Kieran, as well, uh, the mention of movies leads me on to Bollywood, which is something else, a uh, huge obsession on the subcontinent, and uh, understandably so because they are amazing films to watch. Mm. But uh, there's something we didn't sort of acknowledge, and perhaps I should have done during the interview. Um, we Even for that 10%, of the Indian market they're looking for, it, it, it's actually less than that, Kieran, because there's, there are huge swathes of the population who won't be able to subscribe to watch uh, Premier League football or La Liga, will they? So, I mean, so it, 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 the market is probably slightly smaller than than we suggest. 
Yes, yes. Although what we do see in India is an awful lot of people use mobile phones as a means of oh, uh, consuming okay. data. Um, and you know, I appreciate that there is uh, uh, just just like, and let's be honest, just like in this country, there's a huge gap and there's an extending gap between mm. wealth and poor. Um, but but uh, that is a way that is sort of for many people is 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 now deemed to be a staple of life. You know, ultimately, you know, food, clothing, and shelter come first. But uh, mobile phones and the ability, and it's very cheap in India also um, yeah. to to get data, is is. Uh, it is an alternative, um, and not necessarily through uh, registered channels, should we say? Yeah, yeah. I performed uh, in Mumbai some oh, years wow. back. It's the most, the most amazing experience. Yeah, there was a, <laughs> this cultural exchange group decided that they were fed up bringing Shakespeare over to Mumbai, so they thought they'd they'd bring a taste of contemporary uh, London comedy. It was uh, fantastic. They, they gave me my own scriptwriter, uh, and I had to write twenty minutes about current affairs. In India at the time, it went down very well. Brilliant. Um, yeah, because apparently there aren't that many outlets in India for people to hear people take the piss out of the government. So they thoroughly, <laughs> they thoroughly enjoyed it. Our next Price of Football live show is upon us. As we said at the quiz this week, we announced to our patrons that there will be some new dates released soon. We have, we've, we've got a team now, Kira. We've got people mm. working on our on our live Tour, so we'll be heading. We'll certainly be heading to Ireland. We'll be heading to Scotland. We'll be heading to Jersey, and all points in between, starting in the autumn and going through till next year. We'll certainly be coming to Salford, which I'm very much looking forward to. That's a wonderful theatre. But our next one is our next Tuesday, Kieran. We've got the tickets arrived this morning for the trains. Very exciting. Um, and talking of tickets, there are now officially two left, I believe. So if you want to go to Plymouth Argyle's website. For that show at Plymouth Argyle's Home Park Stadium on Tuesday the 6th of June. We'd love to see you there. Thanks to everyone who's donated to the pod via our Patreon page. If you'd like to make a small monthly contribution, then please go to patreon.com slash price of football. And then you too can take part in our sporadic quizzes. If you have a <laughs> they were, uh, I've said this a couple of times this week, Kim, but the sporadic quizzes, they were a great band, weren't they? Yes. If, you, <laughs> if you have a question you'd like answered on the show, email us at questions at priceoffootball.com. Bye, everybody. Bye. The Price of Football. I'm for the